Hello. Good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hey guys, welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, I want to talk about the greatest obstacle in successful digital marketing today, the hippo. So imagine this scenario. A marketing department gets together, they brainstorm for a couple hours, they come up with a concept, they give that concept to their creative uh, director, who then begins getting to work on coming up with storyboards or coming up with uh, drafts or mock-ups for the ad creative. And the art director spends 12 hours on design and comes up with their best four or five designs, which then are turned into the, the creative team. That creative team spends four hours on uh, debating and in, in deliberation on who's going to respond to this and, and how does it best represent our brand and the use of colors and the specific font and the thickness or the thinness of the font or the angle of the font. Uh, and then once those four hours are done, we then go back to the creative art director and two additional hours are spent on creative revisions uh, based on feedback from the marketing or creative team. Then that those two hours are spent in revisions. And then the final presentation is brought to the hippo. And the hippo decides what goes and what doesn't go. And when the hippo says no, that means it's back to the drawing board. So what is or who is the hippo? Well, quite frankly, in most cases, it's the highest paid person's opinion. That's the hippo. Again, it's the highest paid person's opinion. Guys, we're talking really about egos is really the greatest obstacle in successful digital marketing today. Because in that model, it's really based off of four decades of serving and creating creative vanilla. This, this idea that you have one piece of creative that's going to reach everyone, that everyone is gonna somehow connect with and find connection, uh, an emotional connection, or a uh, nostalgic uh, connection, you know, whatever, whatever that, uh, you know, creative imagery invokes uh, is, is really trying to kind of put everything together in one single piece. And that whole model is so out of date. It is absolutely incredible that, that Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 100 companies continue uh, to, to go down that, that path. Now, imagine scenario number two, where you eliminate the hours of deliberation, you eliminate the hours of revision, and you actually let the market decide what is actually good creative. Because really, it, this is a shift from how do brands think about themselves versus how does the market interpret the brand? 
And that the information that is gained by brands by moving away from this singular piece of art and moving more towards connecting with segmented pieces uh, or or buckets, if you will, of of information, you know, it's 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 really it's a it's a significant shift. So again, the old model is really art to please the hippo. Whereas the new model is art interpreted interpreted by science, and that science is really the the study and the behavior of creative consumption. At what rate is the creative being consumed? The data that is available when deployed contextual creative against targeted audience groups. The data inside of that is incredible. So, you know, kind of think of it in this in these terms. So imagine if you had these buckets and inside of these creative buckets were, you know, several pieces of art. And this bucket is made up for all the people who are inspired by or find value in using your product and service based on X. And then bucket number two is the exact same product and service, but the, the, the art that's in this bucket is, is designed to really um, uh, trigger an emotional response for people who use your product and service who are motivated by uh, Y, right? So bucket X, bucket Y, then bucket Z, and, and so on and so forth. I mean, you could literally have you know, well, you know how many buckets you have because you already know what you, you've done your your marketing analysis. You've done your uh, target audience development. You know what the triggers are for why people choose your product or service. It's usually based out of either uh, fear of, of missing out, um, fear of losing something, or it comes out of... Um, you know, anxiety and worry. So they, they use or buy your product because they're worried about this is going to happen if I don't have this. Or they they feel like their life is made better by using your product or service, right? So you've got th these different buckets. And then you've got, you know, buckets that might be collected based on, um, you know, convenience. This makes life convenient. Um, you know, so all of these different factors make up all of these buckets, and then the idea is, is to allow those buckets to essentially be published and, and make sure that your audience is connected, the right audience is connected to each one of the buckets individually. And then you will get data information that shows, okay, inside of this bucket, you know, uh, creative piece A performed worse than creative piece G and that creative piece everyone likes, everyone comments on. And so next month or next time you run your campaign, you throw out all the other stuff and you make more creative that's in line with what that creative piece was. And you still keep the buckets going, right? You're just shuffling out the creative from that bucket so that you're continuing to resonate and, and refine that process. So, you know, being able to really look at this, you know, these, these, 
this data, again, it's, it's this blend where art meets science or where creative meets math. It's, it's this, you know, working together. It's not that art is, is working against, you know, the quant people or the math people, you know, who say, you know, well, we have the greatest number of people over here that have this and, you know, we need to have that. Well, that's fine. But when we have creative that's allowed to work together with the different psychographics, demographics, geographics, then that's where the merger and the and the overlap of, of art meets science when it comes to having and creating and launching a successful digital marketing campaign and not allowing the hippo to get in the way, not allowing the highest paid person's opinion get in the way of actually creating brand awareness, creating brand engagement, creating real new client, new business opportunities. Because at the end of the day, that highest paid person's opinion may not even reflect your target audience. I mean, you know, think about the the person normally who's in that position, you know, is either man or woman and they're in a certain age group. That's just a fact. They're going to be one of those things. And what if that person does not match the most, the largest bucket, right? They're making an opinion again, that is how, how they want their brand to be to be perceived, but yet not how their brand is actually perceived. And so I think that that is fascinating. This is absolutely the fundamental shift that our agency made probably about 18 months ago when we began really running contextual digital at scale for our clients and being able to provide them with insight, um, you know, whether it was department by department or product line by product line, um, this really gave them information that they did not have before um, on on what what visuals and or what what phrases were really resonating in the marketplace. Um, so I, I hope this inspires you as you're thinking about your um, digital marketing efforts for 2020 and you're thinking about how you're going to execute next year's plans. Um, and by gosh, if, if you really want to be progressive and, and stop throwing away money by serving out vanilla, when the fact of the matter is we live in an, in an age where uh, buffets win because not everyone likes pepperoni pizza, right? Not everyone likes cheese pizza. We just ordered pizza here today and we had five different kinds. We had a hot buffalo chicken. We had veggie uh, we had all meat, we had, you know, some with feta cheese and olives. I mean, there was a variety, right? Um, and that's how it is in, in today's society. How we consume our content is based on personal preference and how we listen to music and how we consume, uh, you know, shows and programs on, you know, Netflix or Hulu. It's all based on personal preference. So if you don't have you know, these these buckets and this blend of, of art and science in your digital marketing campaign, you're really executing your marketing campaign based on strategies that are four decades old, right? That, that came from the transition from television 
or, or the, the transition from radio to television. And, and the shift has already happened. The, the internet is to TV what TV was to radio. So the shift has already happened. And the, the, the question is, has your company, has your brand made the shift and, and really pushed the hippo out of, out of the way in order for your company to execute a successful digital marketing campaign today? Guys, thanks for so much for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, the division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hope you guys will join us tomorrow on the Digital Marketing Podcast to help grow your business. Have a great day.